Hello listeners, The Talk Box, episode 18, we're back again, and as usual, I'm Adida Adikunle, and with me, I have Uyok Princewill. Yeah, Princewill, second time, featuring on the show. Today we're going to be talking on the major news, Chelsea signing Kanthi for £32 million, what is the impact going to be on the Premier League, Berdic again, another withdrawal from Rio Olympics, Paul Pogba, should he stay, should he leave Juventus, is it worth the hype? The Olympic Games worth watching, and um, according to Neymar, Cristiano Ronaldo leading in the Ballon d'Or's race. So let's start with um, Chelsea signing Kante for £32 million. Prince, would you feel it's worth it or the player is overrated? Well, um, Chelsea signing Kante. Kante is a fantastic player. Uh, he was relatively unknown before Leicester winning the league, but he did fantastically well for them. And in his English football, you know that everything is usually overrated. But normally, a player like Kante should go for 20. But 32 million is a good buy. And Leicester um, negotiated well. I hope he performs very well for Chelsea in the coming season. Prince Rudy is saying he hopes Kante performs very well. For me, I take a totally different perspective. I totally disagree with that. I don't think Kante is a good buy for Chelsea. For me, he has yet to prove himself consistently at a high level. He had a dismal performance in... um, Euro 2016, this tournament was short-lived. It wasn't even a starter at the later part of the competition. Um, he has not really proven himself at Leicester. Yes, he was good, in, sorry, at France, rather. Yes, he was good in Leicester, but one season of sustained play, you know, you, you can't say how long it's going to be. And for a club like Chelsea of his stature, who is he going to replace in that team? I think they are question to mark. Who do you think Kante can displace in the Chelsea team as a setup? Uh, well, he would, he would usually not come in at the first in the first team. But then when we have a problem with the back line, you know, injury is usually one of the worries. A long season, 38 matches, all your players cannot be fit. So Kante will still have his place. And we are always, they are going to be battling for other competitions and other trophies too. So he will find his place too. Okay. If you're saying that um, he's not a guaranteed starter, then spending 32 million on somebody who might dust the bench or someone who is not sure to start, is, uh, is, I don't think it's a wise investment. For me, I felt Kante should have remained in Leicester, develop as a player and take one or two um, seasons before moving to another club. For next on our list is definitely Berdich again. He withdrew from the Olympics. Said he consulted his family and they just had to had to withdraw from um, Rio. Your thoughts on that? Is the Olympic Games worth watching? Is it is it anything we want to watch right now with all these players, all these athletes leaving, withdrawing from the game? Well, Berdich joins a long list of other A-list artists and A-list athletes that have withdrawn from the Olympics. Well, there are so many undiscovered talent, but this usually the individuals also make up the whole competition. So people like Steph Curry, people like uh, people like LeBron James, people who like to watch all these people at the Olympics, but they are withdrawal. Well, their their reason for leaving the Olympics is very tenable. Zika virus is a very deadly virus, but you know some of all these things. The Brazilian FAs, I mean the Brazilian. Olympic Committee has already come out to declare that um, Brazil is totally safe from the virus, but I don't know, some of all these athletes don't want to leave anything to chance. But well, the Olympics is still worth um, watching. There are still some undiscovered talent that are still there, and there are some things that is, is just worth more than, it's more than all these individuals. There are still other things to watch out for, uh, and why the Olympics live up to the game, to its hype. And then if they want to change the venue of the distance, it's rather too late because we're almost at the Olympics. It's just some um, less than a month away. So it's still worth watching, in my opinion. 
definitely you're saying the Olympics is worth watching for me. We want the glamour, we want the spectacle, and all these stars. I mean, there's a long list. You just mentioned about two or three. We're talking about over 10 basketball players not going in tennis. We're talking about Bedish not going. We're talking about Sim- Alep. It's star tennis player not going. From all sports, Pau Gazo not going. And the reason is Zika. You're talking of golf, Macaroni not going. I mean, the only major star right now is Usain Bolt. Yes, Usain Bolt has pa- star power. Yes, Usain Bolt, Bolt is a six-time gold medal winner. But we want to see other, other ta- stars at the top of their game. Anybody who wins any major medal at the Olympic will question his competence because we'll say, oh, this person wasn't there. For right now, as a tennis fan, if Andy Murray goes on to win it, I'll say Raonic wasn't there. I'll say Bedish wasn't there. These are some of the players that could pull up and upset. The only thing that should stop an athlete from participating in the Olympic game is injuries. But these Olympic games, Rio 2016, is a, is a is a is a is a blow for the Brazilian economy. It's kind of put the country in tatters. It's kind of made them look like they are not competent and capable of performing at a high level. It it it, it is annoying. Uh, I don't think I want to watch it. Yes, Usain Bolt, I might watch his race, but. Um, Track and field is not only about Usain Bolt. Track and field is not only about athletics. There are other sports in the Olympic Games. And uh, for me, I don't think I'll be tuning in other than just to see Usain Bolt. Of course, as you said, a lot of a new, some new stars will come in the making. But again, we'll still question them because they didn't beat the best. They didn't face the best. And um, that is uh, something I'm not looking forward to watching. Cristiano Ronaldo leads the Ballon d'Or race. You know, Neymar says he's your favorite. What are your thoughts on that? Is Cristiano, can Cristiano Ronaldo win it? Can he make a fourth Ballon d'Or title? Well, as it's looking on paper and everything, Ronaldo is the one leading the race. You know, Messi, yeah, he's. They, both of them had like very not so fantastic or not so up to par season. Like, that was last season, but you know, um, Baka won the league with Messi playing like a an assister or something. But Ronaldo not so fantastic too. But he has the Champions League too, and now he had to. Crown has written up with the Euros, winning the Euros with a team that was not looking like they were contenders for the um, Euros. And then we saw at the finals where he was showing also his leadership side and everything. But then I think Ronaldo has it because as the way it is now with the um, scandal on Messi and everything, you know, FIFA would like for a very a very um, admirable or somebody that can market FIFA more to win the Ballon d'Or. So Ronaldo looks like he's going to coast away with it and it might just be the first for him also. Yeah, Messi with five Ballon d'Ors. Question marks about whether he can make it six. Christian Ronaldo coming to be the favorite. But for me, I think it's still up in the air. Ronaldo was not the top scorer in Europe last season. We saw Suarez blazing on all cylinders. We saw how Barcelona, as much as they crumbled towards the end of the season, still managed to, to, to win the La Liga title. We also saw them winning the Copa de Rio. So Barcelona, not having the most excellent of seasons, and Messi we could say, but still, they, they, were, they were excellent. Now, you mentioned the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo showed his leadership side in the finals. No, Cristiano Ronaldo was injured, and the Portuguese side, to me, showed that they could still win matches without him. Yes, he was talismatic. Yes, he, he, he played an influential role in taking them to the final, but they still showed that they could win games without their star man. And I think it was also showboating, showboating because, again, that was Ida's game. Ida was the guy who won the title for Portugal. Ida was the guy who was like... Of course, Pepe was given the man of the match, but Ida was very, very influential. And we saw Ronaldo there taking off his shirts, doing all the gymnastics for, for the cameras. Again, we have to realize that these are votes. Votes, Valondos is voted by players, by coaches, and by journalists. And when you think about it that way, do they like some of Ronaldo's showboating? Do they like some of his gimmicks? I'm not questioning his star power. I'm not questioning the fact that at least he was... He was 
excellent as usual, but I think it's still it's still up in the air, and we might be surprised that Ronaldo might not win it. I think it's still too early to call. Come September, if Ronaldo flops or has a major injury, we might be seeing a different thing. But for me, I think it's still too early to call. And lastly, we're going to be looking at Popoba, the most hyped transfer um, target for over two seasons now. All rumors of Popoba, is he going to Manchester United? Is he going to Real Madrid? Every day we wake up, is it PSG? We are always hearing a Popoba thing. Should Popoba still or leave Juventus and is he really worth the hype? Pogba has not yet proved himself to me as a very fantastic player. Maybe because the people within his age bracket are not so good like that. So it's not worth 100 million, 102 million, 103 million. These, of course, these are very ridiculous prices. But then there are so many things that come into play when you are buying a player. Maybe you are buying off his contract with the team or something. But then Pogba is not worth it. He should remain in Juventus. He should prove that he is worth 102 million. He should prove that he's not. He's not just a flop. He was not so fantastic during the Euros. Not so. He's not. He's not so a crazy player that play, people want to pay so much for. I just feel that the British media is just making it, um, to, making the hype too much. And then, if um, he can focus on his gameplay and then do better, I think he can prove his worth and then show us that he's a good player and a star man. So. Yeah, for me, I have exactly opposite different thoughts there. I think Paul Pogba has been phenomenal. Paul Pogba, yes, we said he, he didn't have a good year 2016. I watched the games and I saw he wasn't excellent, but that could be at the feet of Didier Deschamps. Didier Deschamps played Pogba extremely defensively. This guy set Pogba as a four. And we see him in, the club, in, in, in Juventus. He's playing behind the striker. He's very creative. We saw flashes of Pogba brilliance. We saw what he did against Germany. We saw his dizzy runs. When Pogba was allowed to move forward in the finals, you saw how threatening he was. But Didier Jechon decided not to make um, Pogba a forward player. He put more Sissoko in that creative role and, and, and probably one of the things that cost, cost France in that game. Paul Pogba, to me, is a star player. I feel he should leave Juventus uh, as he is. He's already, he's already a phenomenal. He's won almost everything there is to win in Juventus, except the Champions League where he got to the final and he gave a good account of himself. Yes, you might say the figures 103, 112 million is, is too much, but how much did they get Gary Bill? Gary Bill was bought for 85 million pounds. Ronaldo was got for about 80 or there about million pounds as well. These players, and today's market is different. Christian Ronaldo was transferred in 2009. Of course, is Christian Ronaldo a better player than Pogba? Pogba, yes, but the kind of money in the modern football game makes Pogba an attractive offer at 100 million. If clubs can want to buy Hazard for 70 million, PSG would buy Hazard for 70 million. I don't see why they won't get a Pogba. And Pogba is 23. Let's not forget about that. He still has youth on his side. He can still grow. He can still get better. The same cannot be said for Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. We've seen them at their peak. But for Pogba, he still has a lot of development to make. And barring injuries, I think the sky is the limit for him. Pogba, for me, should leave Juventus and probably move to a Madrid to show what he's capable of doing. I believe he can perform at the big games. And for me, I believe that if he enters Real Madrid today, it's going to start. Do you agree with my thoughts on that, that Paul Pogba in Madrid will start, or do you think he's going to be on the bench? Yeah, Paul Pogba in Madrid is going to start. If they can bench a Rodriguez for 65 million pounds, then anything can happen. Paul Pogba will start in Madrid too. Yeah, so you see, you see what I'm trying to say. I think um, Paul Pogba should leave Juventus. Uh, 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 thanks, listeners, for hanging out with us. Uh, we, we, saw, we shared out some of our thoughts on the Kante signing, you know, can also share your thoughts you can also follow us on social media we're sports rations we're on soundcloud we're on itunes on facebook we're on twitter we're everywhere you can find us and from us it's bye-bye